Today is Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we've got details on Aaron Reitzel's new ride. Earl Pearson Jr. is out at Black Diamond. We look ahead to tonight's racing for the World of Outlaws uh, and Mars Late Models and more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. I know you hear me talk about this stuff like literally every single day, but this is kind of like the the way you can show support for uh, what I'm doing um, is to make sure that you're following. And, and you know, if you, if you want to tell your friends about what I got going on, um, but easy way, free way to support the show is to make sure you're following, subscribing, liking all of those different things. Uh, make sure also to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Uh, that is D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R. Uh, now let's jump into what you actually came here to hear about. As of this week, Aaron Reitzel's 30-day suspension from the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series is officially over, and it didn't take him long to secure a new ride. It was announced yesterday that he will pilot the Ridge and Sun number 8 starting this weekend. The car was previously the number 83 and driven by Linton Jeffrey at Knoxville and around the Midwest. According to a release, team owner Brian Ridge said Jeffrey actually pushed for the team to hire Reitzel after his own contract ended following the final 2021 race at Knoxville. The team will pick and choose their schedule going forward, and noted sprint car wrench uh, turner Tyler Swank will serve as Reitzel's crew chief. The new pairing will be in action on Friday and Saturday at Attica Raceway Park with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. That's a series Reitzel knows all too well, having won the previous three championships there. I saw some chatter about this in a couple of different places online about why Reitzel hasn't been racing over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but it's important to remember that a lot of the series and tracks up, uh, upheld the World of Outlaws suspension as well. So Reitzel couldn't have raced with series like the All-Stars because they were also honoring that suspension. Reitzel says the plan is to do about 80 races a year, including weekly shows at Knoxville. Reitzel has five sprint car wins in 2021 so far. All of those came in the Roth 83. That was before he was replaced by Casey Kane following all of the chassis tube thickness issues that caused the penalties at the end of July. In the Ridge 83, Jeffrey had made 10 outlaw starts and four all-star starts this season. He had a best finish of 10th during Hard Knocks Friday night at the Knoxville Nationals. With Reitzel's ability, I figured it wouldn't be long before we saw him back on track. Just a, uh, a kind of a shame it had to go down like this because I think he you know, could have turned into a serious contender with the Outlaws in the coming years. If you want more details about Reitzel's penalty and suspension from the World of Outlaws, go check out the show I did about it back on August 5th. The team and Reitzel are referring to this return as the Jailbreak Tour. In other driver news from yesterday, it was announced that following the weekend's Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series events at Portsmouth and Tyler County, Earl Pearson Jr. and the Black Diamond Chassis Housecar team will part ways. EPJ joined the team in 2017 and has been a regular with Lucas in recent seasons. Their best year together was 2018 when they won five races and finished fourth in the final championship standings. It's been a struggle lately though for that team. They've had just a single win over the previous 79 Lucas shows and only 21 top 10 finishes. Pearson currently sits 11th in the Lucas standings, more than 300 points outside the top 10. Their last Lucas win came together in July of 2020 at Florence. Uh, Pearson led the final two laps that night, topping Josh Rice and Zach Dome. The Ronnie and Terry Stuckey-owned team does plan to return to a national series next year with a new driver, but for now, they will focus on their sons racing and possibly enter some big shows through the end of the season. 
If you want more on this, you can find um, stories at speedsport and dirtondirt.com. Looking at tonight, it's a good day to be a Dirt Late Model fan with both the World of Outlaws Late Model Series and Mars Late Models in action. The Outlaws are in the South for three races this weekend before they will go quiet for the World 100 week. They kick things off tonight at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina for the rescheduled Rock Galt Memorial, which pays a very nice $40,000 to the winner. The event was originally scheduled to happen back, uh, happen back in March, but was lost to weather. Jimmy Owens and Brandon Shepard grabbed split field prelim wins at Cherokee in the spring. With big money on the line tonight, big names are expected to be in attendance, including Brandon Overton and Jonathan Davenport. I also saw this morning that Tim McCready should be there as well. Overton is probably the driver to watch tonight as he has two previous outlaw wins at Cherokee, and he's been at or near the top of the dirt late model world this season. Davenport should certainly be fast as well, and I'd pay attention to Chris Madden. These tracks are right in his wheelhouse, and could you know, he could easily snag a bounce back win this weekend. Brandon Shepard enters as the outlaw points leader by 178 over Madden. With Tyler Bruning, the leader, uh, leading rookie in third, Dennis Herb Jr. in fourth, and Ricky Weiss completes the top five. As we've discussed, Bishop is most likely on his way to another championship. It will be his fourth Outlaw Championship, and is currently just two wins short of Josh Richards for most all-time wins with the series. For more information about tonight, visit worldofoutlaws.com or CherokeeSpeedwaySC.com. With Mars, they're going to race the next three nights with nice money up for grabs. Tonight and tomorrow, they take on Farmer City for 5,000 to win shows, and Saturday, they head to Fairbury for a 10,000 to win night. Brian Shirley leads all drivers in Mars wins this season and is the current series points leader. He'll be in attendance all weekend looking for more. I'd also expect to see guys like Shannon Babb, Jason Fager, Bobby Pierce, Tanner English, and more this weekend. Both tracks always put on good racing, so don't sleep on these shows this weekend. You can find more series and event details at marsracingseries.com. We had a little indoor dirt racing last night at the Southern Illinois Center at the DuCoin State Fairgrounds in Illinois, and when the dust settled, it was a big night for Daniel Robinson. He bagged an outlaw non-wing win in the micro and then won the USAC Midwest Regional Midget Race. He topped Joe B. Miller, Jerry Coons Jr., Rylan Gray, and Chet Gerke. Last night's event was a special non-points race, Chet Gerke is the current series points leader over Brian Stanfield and Chance Crum. It's been a while since I did one, but I dropped a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode earlier this morning. Hannah Newhouse spent the summer pit reporting on Dirt Vision for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series, and she jumped in to talk about her experience and break down the racing she got to see. If you're a NASCAR fan at all, you may have heard her on MRN Radio or the Door Bumper Clear podcast in the past. It's a solid 30-plus minute show with a ton of good stuff, especially for those late model fans. You can find that episode in the podcast feed or on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel. There are seven shows on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has the World of Outlaws late models at Cherokee. Flow Racing has that Mars late model show. The final night of the Nebraska Dirt Crown is also on Flow Racing, as is the Showdown 75 at Chatham. Speedsport has weekly action from Halver Lines and the opening night of the Race Saver Nationals from Eagle Raceway. Uh, that uh, Race Saver Nationals at Eagle usually draws a ton of cars, so make sure to keep an eye on that through the weekend as well if you're a sprint car fan. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 